You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 472. It's Legion Pumpkin time. <laughs> And welcome to episode 472 of Legion Substitute Podcasters. Happy Halloween. I am Pumpkin Paul. Today, what? I'll get to you later. Oh. That's going to be a thing, isn't it? Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, today was the day that we we carved the pumpkin. And um, my girls are, are, are going out this Halloween as vampire cats. And so I had to make the pumpkin into a vampire cat. And there was much, much direction being given, um, and uh, and so, but we 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 already kind of broke the seal on trick or treating, because uh, uh, downtown Guelph held um, a, a downtown trick or treating event on Saturday, and so it was actually put together by the Downtown Business Association, but spearheaded by the owner of the awesome comic shop, The Dragon. And uh, they put this whole thing together and basically started at the library where they read a, a spooky story and you got a map for all the participating stores. And so you'd go to each store and uh, and they had treats for the kids. And the downtown was full of, 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 of little trick-or-treaters. It was fantastic and they the plan was you can go to all of the things and and a bunch of the the stores had donated really cool prizes and um every every stamp that you got on your map got you a uh a raffle ticket and then you would go around and you'd put them in the put the tickets in the various prizes and that sort of thing and so well put together. I mean, they did a phenomenal job on this thing. Uh, great prizes. The stores were all were all decked out, you know, and they had everybody in their costumes and they had cool things that tied into what they sell. And it was just a, it was a great event for for downtown business, you know, because it got people wandering around downtown, you know, having lunch down there, buying stuff in the various stores as they went through. And um we did a shorter version of it because I had to get the kids out for swimming lessons as well. And, um, but at the dragon, their trick or treat thing was, a, they had a huge table of comics and there were, and it was five free comics for, for each person. And, uh, and so they had a bunch of neat mini comics that had been done up as well as some other stuff. I got, I grabbed a, a, a tick comic for, for Jan because she enjoys the tick. And um, and the girls, yeah, they they stocked up on Halloween themed things, and there was some Pokemon stuff, which Ella's all about right now. And um, then we ended up buying some stuff, and um, and you know, Phil, you know, they, it was just it was a phenomenal event. The the kids all loved it, and great business from the comic store because they were all going to end up there, and. Um, and, and, you know, it was already pretty busy when we got there and we were earlier than the rest of the crowd because they were going to be hitting more of the places. But everyone, you know, and City Hall was open. The mayor was dressed as SpongeBob. <coughs> um, of course, like yeah, you do. Like you do. And uh, but, you know, kudos to him for 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 participating and, and being all about getting in there. And uh, and in fact, before the event, he actually came out and they did a they did a a, a video promotion for it at at this at the comic store, and um, 
just a, a fantastic event overall. And, uh, and, you know, I figure anything, again, we talk about what can they do to get kids into comics? These are some of the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get get them into get them into get the, them store. the store. Yeah. yeah, get get them out there. Get them seeing all the cool stuff. My kids love that store. Now, now my kids, admittedly, like like Ella has practically grown up in that store, um, and and Sarah to a lesser degree, but but you know they love that place. And uh, but I think that that you know this got a lot of people into into that store that that might not have perhaps gone out there otherwise. And it was putting materials in their hands. It was like. Here's some stuff. Hey, I like that. I want to read more of it. You know, this is this is the, these are these are great strategies for for doing that kind of thing. Is is do things that get people to come into the store. So we so we did all that, and then um, and then today we uh, we did the pumpkin, and um, and there were seeds to be had, and um, and everyone was pretty pleased with my inventive way of handling the vampire kitty ears. Well, and um, and so uh, so yeah, the the pumpkin this year is a, is a big hit, and so uh, so there we have it. We are all geared up for Halloween, and uh, and 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 actually, all of us are really looking forward to it. Sweet. Over to you, sir. Very good. Well, um, your name is actually not oh Pumpkin my. Paul. Oh no. It, it, <laughs> is is. it is. I it... left the back door open because all your air is coming down here way too early. Yes. Oh, here I thought it was Paul S. Pumpkins. All right. No, no, not Paul S. Pumpkins. No, 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 no. Once again, the northern invasion of the South begins each year. (laughs) This year it is early and we are supposed to get our first frost tomorrow morning. Oh, you, I, you know what? I had brutal al- a brutal allergy attack today. I'm looking forward to the first damn frost. Oh, I'm sure you are. Oh. Come down here. It's here. Oh, oh, is that where we left it? <laughs> That's where you put it. Oh, so come, you know what? This all, get back home you. this all makes sense. My in-laws <laughs> are driving through Georgia right now. They brought uh, it. They took uh, it with them. They I brought see. it with them. All right. So, sorry. I, I just want to see here. Oh, it is colder where you are than it is where I am. See? Yeah. That ain't right, McGee. No, no, right. sir. No, sir. It is five degrees Celsius here, three degrees Celsius there. So it's negligible difference, but... Um, it's exponential for us. Well, for, for you, but, you know, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> it's going to be very cold tomorrow morning, and I'm <sighs> cursing you as I use my brand new ice scraper on my windshield. Oh, Oh my, an ice scraper. Where did you find such a rare beast? I had to order it from Amazon because no one had <laughs> Of one. course you did. Yeah, I, you no said something about it. Like, we're going to get a frost in like three days. Did you say something about this last week about not having yes. a. Yes, okay, okay, yes. So I had to try an auto bar store? <laughs> um, I don't have one really close by. <laughs> oh. um, I was trying the local gas station that has everything, supposedly. Yeah, except no. for, yeah. They have like a they've got eighty five different air fresheners, but not an ice scraper. Mm. Yeah, in in, in a pinch, in a pinch, you can take that air freshener. And <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know you've got to cover up that uh, trailer park nookie oh. you had in the back of your pickup truck. Still, snap! Come on, people! Oh, snap! Paul, what did you say the temperature was? Well, C's not F. Yeah, I talk in 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 proper uh, in proper temperatures, um, like- so. You know the. They also barbecue fish sticks up there, so they're a backwards. <laughs> we only say that. Um, so sorry, it's forty-one here. 
41 in your 41 in your voodoo um temperatures that that, okay. that that have everything to do with the the temperature of tungsten on mars or something mm. um well i live even further south than darren and i'm at 45 mm. so yes take this yeah. weather back with you Please. Please. <laughs> so so you're Please. about you're 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 just ever so slightly colder than toronto um <clears throat> yeah well yeah, nothing's happening with the temperature, folks. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Everything is normal. <laughs> Take a drink, kids. Take a drink. Weather cast. <sighs> but no, we, we are also, we had a Halloween party uh, last night. And oh, I spent nice. Today mostly being hungover Hank. Yeah, yeah. Would be my name because nice. I'm still hydrating from last night. A good time was had by all. Uh, they Not all remember the good times they had. But that's okay. That's all right. That's no all right. Grew up in an inappropriate place, so that's all that matters. Well, there you go. Party. So, so yeah, a a good party ingratiating you to the area. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have uh, trick or treaters on Tuesday, so we were going to get dressed up. We did a, uh, we dressed up me and my two roommates as uh, the hitchhiking ghost from uh, the haunted mansion. Oh, that's awesome! Oh cool. <laughs> so, yeah, there'll there'll be pictures eventually on someone's pic. Uh, Facebook yeah. as soon as we're all sober enough to post them. So. Oh, damn, that's fantastic. What a fantastic <laughs> idea. <laughs> that's what we did. So, yeah, it went really well. Really, awesome. really well. So, you know, put the other costume in like five days. So it's like, ah, I've done Dragon Con. I can do this. It's not a problem. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we did. And we're like, okay, we're, gonna, we're just going to do this and move on with our day. Very nice. <clears throat> Very nice. So, yeah. But, yeah, good times. I have way too much food, so it's going to the office tomorrow. So, yay. Huzzah. Cool. All right, Travis, over to you, sir. Uh, hello everyone. I'm Travis Ellis Horn. Tonight I am David S. Pumpkins lad. Yeah, you Because are. just a few minutes before we started recording, I finished watching the special <laughs> that they had this weekend. Ah. And I don't know if, are you both familiar with yes. who that is? Yes, okay. I, I watched, yeah, yeah. You watched the special? I did, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was uh, just as good as all the classic Halloween specials and I know they showed it at ten thirty at night, but it was all ages appropriate. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I, I just laugh at the absurdity of the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's when I pull out the Paul Lynn Halloween special. Oh, um, there you go, there you go. Yeah, I have no. To have Uncle Paul. I've got to have Uncle Paul. Yeah, I had. Uh, I, uh, you know, I when I was watching it last night, I, I I wasn't digging it, and I thought I'm missing something. I'm missing something, and it was I was just overly tired. And I uh, watched it again this morning, and and yeah, it's 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 a great um, it's a great take on some of the uh, some of the old Halloween the old school Halloween specials, and uh, yeah, you know, I mean, the, there's there's times where you can get to where it's like, oh, is, is it taking a sketch too far? But no, it was pretty damn funny. Um, and you know, comedy. remember that? <laughs> well, yeah, and, and and but you know what what I what I really loved about it was. Um, and it was interesting because I, I finally, you know, movies come out and and if I'm lucky, I catch them in the theater, um, but never when they come out. So I finally on on uh, Friday night, I finally went to see it. And, uh, you know, huge fan of the book growing up and, uh, you know, read it many, many times. And uh, and there were elements of it, of, of the, the David S. Pumpkin special and, and probably intentionally so. They're, they're very much sort of dovetailed into it. And my thing about watching it this year was that, man, 
it, it, you know, it's like the stuff that scared me when I was a kid doesn't so much scare me now. There's other stuff in that in that story that scares the hell out of me now. Uh-huh. And and you know, and it's like like, and and it, and it was it was it, you know it was like wow. So this is disturbing to me on a completely different level than it ever was before. Mm-hmm. But it is so much more frightening as a result of that. So I think part of my perception at first of this was too soon, too soon, <laughs> and it, which is crazy because they're they're basically goofing on it, right? But yeah, it was a um, it, it 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 kind of freaked me out a bit, and uh, and so when I watched it this morning, sort of a, a bit freer of all that. It's like okay, this is this is a good take on uh, on Halloween stuff. Like you know, there's there's elements of like Monster House in it, and um, yeah. like they really they really kind of nailed all the different uh, all the different uh, Halloween specials out there. Mm-hmm. Oh man! So what are the scary movies that we watch each year? To give people ideas. Well. I mean, do you do? Do you just what? do it, or do you watch it again, or? Well, so I, I did watch different ones. Yeah. Uh, and sorry to interrupt. But, no, 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 uh, no. The past few years, I don't know if you're familiar with him, uh, a guy uh, Benito. Uh, I know I'm butchering his last name, uh, Serino, Serino, something like that. He goes online and he posts uh, all the horror movies, the scary movies that are available on, say, Netflix. Oh, that's cool. Most, mostly it's Netflix, but he touches on Hulu and such. Mm-hmm. And Because uh, it changes every year, and he goes through, like, classic horror, you know, zombie horror, possession horror, you know, serial killer horror. And I, and I try to watch a bunch of those every year. Yeah. It's uh, really cool. And you know what? I'll find the link to that to post with this. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> I try to find just new ones to watch instead of just the same old ones every time. Yeah. Yeah, because I'll, I'll tend to hit up like um, you know I, I I like to watch the old uh, the old Universal monster movies you know the mm-hmm. uh, the black uh, and whites yeah like you know uh, Hammer's um, uh, Frankenstein uh, you know and and all and that kind of stuff and uh, the Lon Chaney Wolfman etc. I always enjoy those um, and and then uh, you know and and I. <clears throat> I, I kind of fell out of horror movies a, a, a number of years ago because it came down to the. I like the stuff that is more suspenseful, and, ben, and kind uh, of plays the long porn. game. Well, definitely, yeah, definitely than the torture porn, and de- and and more so than like the 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 tendency that has been to do the uh, oh here's the uh, here's the shock thing like 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 you know it's like oh the jump scare shot the jump scare yeah exactly yeah. and and so uh, you know and, and I find the really suspenseful stuff is far more rare these days and and to be honest it, it it's it's part of what kind of makes me not go after them to a certain degree so so it's probably more you know, it's not, it's, it's not them. It's me. Um, you know, I, I just, I just don't, I just don't seek it out as much, but, but so, so for example, like, um, when did get out come out? <clears throat> oh, this past uh, year. Well, it was early this year. Oh, okay. Look at, look early at me being current or, or late 2016. One of the two okay. votes. Recently. I think it was this year. Yeah. Look at me being current then. Cause I actually watched it this morning and, um, oh, look at you. and, and, and yeah, it didn't, I mean, it wasn't like, <laughs> These, some of these things, you know, like like some of the sort of the typical kind of things, don't necessarily scare me. But it's like, yeah, it was creepy as hell, um, and uh, and and so it so was yeah. This year, 
Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, and I, I thought, yeah, I thought so. And um, um, like I say, I, I catch them late, so I never know exactly when it came out. Uh, I know that Blu-ray has been sitting on on the stack for a little while, so uh, so that I got to it was uh, was a, a minor miracle. And um, and so so I do try to you know get a get a few of them in, but but yeah, it's the it's those Universal monster movies that are my my kind of Halloween go-to because there's a kitschiness to them as well. Uh, that I kind of enjoy too. What about you, Darren? Well, you know, I, I'm more into suspense than I am horror yeah. any day. Um, but I also prefer wacky Halloween as oh, opposed yes. to serious horror Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I've got to have Hocus Pocus every year. Oh, yes. Because gotta. I did get the right one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, yeah, yeah totally. Totally. That's the right one. Um, I will watch um, the old-fashioned uh, Disney clip with um, the Headless Horseman. Oh, oh yeah. That yes. was pretty scary for yeah. kids back in the day. Yeah. In the 1940s. Ah! Um, for actual horror movies, I think I as horror as I go is the classic Halloween. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's, yeah, a, that gr- that's a great one. enough to oh. put the movie in you. So, you know, and it's very... <laughs> He did a John Carpenter did a lot in that movie without a lot of money. And I was just gonna say, like, like that—that's the thing with Carpenter. You know, I, I rewatched the the thing recently, and uh, and was shocked that there was no orange dude saying it's clobbering time. It's clobbering time. Um, but but like that movie is badass. And yeah. and what I love is is when you look at the really suspenseful elements, like you know, Carpenter didn't just you know he 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 wrote and directed the movies he also composed for them and so like he controlled every scare and ha- and and every bit of suspense to it and and uh, and so you know when 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 you get into the score and i mean that that halloween theme is classic oh yeah you know and and, and the way yeah. he shot it just talking about you know michael myers is just a guy in in coveralls with that faceless mask on yeah, right yeah the way he shot it though led you to believe there there could be something very mystical about that character you know like we know that jason's kind of like unkillable right uh, well, yeah I mean, but but it, yeah. a zombie and, and i think and i think was clearly yeah. of the dream world but yeah. michael's just a kid yeah who who kills someone his sister and then grows up in a sanitarium and then breaks out to kill his what his other sister I think he killed think his really parents good. or something. Yeah, they are. They are. That was the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's it's one of those things. Spoilers for like, 40 years ago, folks. Like <clears throat> constantly recovering from fatal injuries. Well. And disappearing appearing in places that he shouldn't have been able to get to. Yeah, and I can't. the whole thing that Scream kind of riffed off of, so. Yeah, and I can't remember if they kind of paranormalized him later on, but. Uh, they did. But, yeah. but, but, you know, certainly at the outset, yeah, he was not. You know, nothing. Uh, you well, it know. was a question. You know, it was like, yeah, after Loomis, you know, the end of Halloween one, which leads directly into Halloween two. Yeah. When the body is gone and not to be found. And you're in the movie theater watching the movie, <laughs> like, you know, he's in the backseat of your car. <laughs> you know what I mean? And of course, I, I've got to watch Rocky Horror. Yes, yes. Yeah, you know, it's funny because as I was looking for something to go see the other night because everyone was Jen had a, re- a race on uh, on Saturday morning, so so she was to bed early on Friday. So I was thinking, well, 
I'm going to see what movies are playing. And yes, several several places in the area were playing Rocky Horror. And I thought, I'm just not in, you know, because I need to really participate if I'm going to do that. And You have uh, to be in the mood for Rocky Horror. Right? And that's exactly it. And it's like, I'm going out there on my own. That's not happening. So then I saw it was on there. And, and they had bits like, you know, where, where, where they're just like, you know, going into the basement for something. And it's like, don't oh. do it. I just remember, you know, like... You know, I'll go back. I'll go back on uh, on, a, on a horror movie that, that freaked me out, and, and in no way in hell should it have. Um, but when I was about 16 or 17, um, we just moved into a new house, and um, and I was up late watching, like, one of the Psycho movies. And when I say one of the Psycho movies, we all really know that there's only one. Yeah. Right. They because like, four. Sure, they did. Yeah, but yeah, but there's one. Yeah. There's one. There's one, and it, and it, and it's and it was directed by Alfred Hitchcock. And yes. uh, having said that, I was a dumb kid, so I'm like Psycho two. So <laughs> I watched that, and it was funny how freaked out I was going up the stairs. And it's like, you know, I look back on it now, and it's like, man, that movie was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, it did its job because it focused on suspense. Right. And uh, and uh, and and another one I remember is is my 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 friends and I used to every uh, every reading week we would uh, we would uh, go to um, his grandparents cottage and it was out on a on a uh, you know, at that point of of the year, a frozen lake um, and like cut off from everything you were you you know you would you had a good uh a good 45 minutes into town uh to to get food and uh and and we would go to the video store and we would rent a pile of horror movies and this is where i first saw the phantasm movies um which Uh if you you haven't seen those fantastic Um, everyone described the shining didn't you but basic, yeah, right, and 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 but the yeah, those those phantasm movies. Oh my god, I love them so much. And it's uh, I've been trying to sort of build up the collection. I've got the first and the last, uh, but but the ones in between, I need to uh, I need to to dig into to find. Did he die recently? The, the tall man. He did yeah. uh, a few years back, but yeah. Um, he died right after they finished filming the final phantasm movie. That's ah. right. Yeah, yeah, and um, so. I remember him being on Alias as well, and it was like it's the Tall Man, um, ah! and and uh, but we, so so we would rent stuff like that basically, right? And uh, and so and and we watched them over and over again, and of all things, we got one of the one of the Amityville movies, and again, it's not the original Amityville horror, you know the the. Uh, uh, James Brolin, Connie Selica one, um, not Connie Selica. That was Hotel. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that was a horror movie of a whole other, <laughs> whole other thing, right? But 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 um, whoever was in the uh, the the late seventies, early eighties, uh, the the first Amityville horror movie, um, Margot Kidder. It yes. was Margot Kidder. That's right. Uh, I yeah, I forget who the guy was, but I remember Margot it, Kidder. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> anyway, so so we watched one of the sequels to that, and it's like this whole thing where like so they've got a lamp from the place at the at a yard sale kind of thing, and we watched that, and and uh, and so so this is like you know uh, four guys in their twenties as we make our way downstairs to to the uh, 
uh, to the room we were we were sleeping in, and 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 uh, and we get down there, and we are all freaked out as hell by this movie, and it's like, guys, the stuff that we usually watch is so much more scary than this. Why is this the one that's this freaking us out? <laughs> It was utterly ridiculous, but it was like, man, it did its job. <laughs> so like, for, I'm, I'm for me, it's ludicrous birds. sequels. Yeah, The Birds oh, on Halloween yeah. is yeah. a very oh, disturbing yeah. movie. Um, any any of like The Blob. Yes. <laughs> the schlocky 1950s invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah. That type of stuff. Not a lot of direct. I think Halloween is as gory as I want my movies to get. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even in the horror genre, because I can think in my mind what's going to happen, and it's way worse than what they're going to show. Uh, you and know, once I see it shown, it gets like, oh, well, I know how they did that now. Yeah, you know, and so. and you know, putting the putting my old guy hat on for a second, you know, that's one of the problems I find is that that the the tendency now is toward how much gore can we show, as opposed to how much can we freak you out mentally. And um, and that's just a thing, you know, and, and my, you know, Jan's the same way for her. It's like she loves movies where stuff blows up. She doesn't want to see the aftermath of that. Yeah. Right. And that tends that seems to be the tendency now is like, oh, yeah, we did blow that thing up. And now look at this guy's intestines fall out. And uh, and and you know, as opposed to playing the long game of of suspense, where you're like, "What's going on? What's going on?" And like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. yeah, you know, and and that sort of thing. And I think that that's where uh, where 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 some of the more ho- modern horror movies uh, fall short. But I'm always willing to uh, to be proven wrong on these things. And and now I've got the uh, this haunting of Netflix House uh, Five and. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to checking some of this out. Cause and, and of course, November 1st, you've got to watch Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, oh yeah. Because yes. that's the perfect day to watch that movie because it's the day after Halloween. Halloween's over. Yep. Jack comes back and that's the whole plan to ruin Christmas or take over Christmas or whatever. It's a perfect transition movie. And, well, because, you know, I, we were out... Um, <laughs> we were out at... Uh, uh, at a store the other day and uh and my kids were like daddy look they've got christmas stuff up already well, it's, they have christmas stuff up oh it's yeah day. oh and and Please. i mean this is not this is not a new display um no. it's just this was the day that we happened to be in there and i my kids they were like daddy this is ridiculous it's not even halloween yet and it's like oh my girls <laughs> oh, so proud yay. i've never they been prouder <laughs> you understand exactly exactly well, Friday, I uh, will decorate uh, the Christmas tree right after Thanksgiving dinner is over to light it Thanksgiving night. Because yeah. we usually have Thanksgiving lunch here. Because uh, everyone wants to get back home because it's cold. Yeah. So, because it's, it's 50 cold. degrees. Quote, unquote, so. cold. Cold. Well, <laughs> oh, maybe this year. Maybe this year. <laughs> yeah, maybe this year it'll be a little chilly. <laughs> yeah, a little nipply. Yep. So, you know, but I don't think I'm going to get any decorating in since I'm leaving town until after I get back. So it'll be... Yeah just up for uh, a month maybe tops yeah. So, yeah see i'm a firm believer in nothing before december 1st and uh and even then i like to hold it out a little bit longer um we 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 try to because we want to involve the kids in it as well uh, you oh, know yeah. it's a it, it becomes a whole thing and and so honestly um you know but but it's 
it's like no it needs to be special so uh so we put it up you know and 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 last year we waited a bit late because it was just other stuff going on but this year well, we'll, we'll probably do, do in that first week, you know, in that in that first uh, couple of weeks of, of December, we'll get everything up there. And I mean, we will go all out. Um, yeah. And um, uh, but uh, but it waits till December because mm-hmm. there needs to be a break. Well, you've and, already and had Thanksgiving. We right? ha- we've, we've we've done Thanksgiving. So for us, it's like uh, November. November's a freebie. Yeah. <laughs> No foul November. Yay. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. One more thing. Uh, yeah. Friday, I had a creepy thing I got to watch. Uh, I've been working crazy overtime lately, so when I have one day off, I take full advantage of it. So Friday, I watched the entire season two of Stranger Things. Oh. And uh, first off, it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's very good. Um but I powered through all nine episodes over the course of a day, along with doing all my errands and laundry and everything else. And <laughs> I finished about nine o'clock that night, just in time. Um, but uh, I was going to say it has a little, you know, how they do little eighties references. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about it. There's a little bit of a reference to it in there. I would, which, I would think so. Well, which would you, make sense. It, well, yeah, absolutely. Totally. I mean, you've got one of the characters, uh, you know, one of the actors uh, from Stranger Things is in it. He plays Richie Tozier. And, um, and, and just that idea of, uh, like, I think, if I remember correctly, there was, the Duffer brothers were actually considered for it at one point. And, that would make sense. And, um, and I mean, it, you know, in in you know, the whole thing with it is that they've actually updated it to, you know, they've brought the timeline forward uh, yeah. because because of course the original book came out in 1987, and uh, and so it you know the the story was 27 years before that, yeah. which was 1950, and so it was, and you know, I mean, that's when Stephen King was a kid, so of course that's what he was writing about, and. Yeah. Um, makes perfect sense it does and and so now that they've basically said okay so the modern day part of it which is in the next movie um is uh you know is um current day and this part of it takes place in 1988 and and uh and so so i mean there was a lot of that it's funny i was having a conversation with uh, one of the kids babysitters uh, a few weeks back because she she had gone to see it opening weekend and she said, oh, yeah, it reminds me a lot of Stranger Things. And it's like, yeah, well, but, you know, yeah, it could it, be a reason for that. I get that. But it came first and was probably an influence on a lot of what they did, except that they were going in more of a sci-fi direction, um, although it was creepy <laughs> as hell. Um, yeah. And, and well, actually, kind of a, they're we, heavily influenced by all 80s things in there. Oh, oh yeah. without a doubt, without a doubt. All the Spielberg stuff all over it. Oh, so. my God. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And it's, um, I, I, I still haven't finished the first season. We actually stopped early on, and I watched a little bit further. But for us, you know, like I say, the stuff that freaks me out about it isn't the stuff that freaked me out there then. And, uh, and so, you know, when they get into all kinds of stuff with, with missing kids and stuff, uh-huh. That's 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 serious horror shit around this house, and yeah. uh, <laughs> like like wow, 
and well, and isn't it interesting how your perspective changes? You know. Well, that's that. No, absolutely, and it's and and you know, and it was like for me, you know, in it, there's this, the, the you know, and I know this scene at the beginning. I mean, the whole thing with his with his brother, and it's not really a spoiler because it's in the damn no. trailer. Um, but but you know, this that this whole thing, it's like like I'm watching that the other day, and there's this bit where he's helping him put his boat together and it's like i see that that interaction between the two of them i see that every day with my girls and i was just like oh, oh. like we're 10 minutes in and i'm like oh fuck like like get me out of here because because there's like you know because the movie's been out for six weeks there's like 12 of us in the theater and i'm already like <laughs> yeah <laughs> And it's like I know what's coming, and it's like, oh, this is not going to go well, and uh, and so so for Stranger Things for us that was uh, that was a, a stumbling block because um, it was a thing Jan and I were watching together, and she, she was she, by the second episode she's like, I'm out, I can't, <laughs> I, I, I'm done, Goodbye. cannot do it, you know, and and uh, and we we've, we've both kind of uh, you know made this this sort of conscious choice of watching less stuff that presses buttons for us you know like ah, and yeah. and uh and so so um so i dipped my toe back in fairly recently in preparation really for season two because it's like i know it's not what i think it is and uh and so i need to i, I you know I, i'm gonna power through and uh and so i haven't quite got there yet but but i've heard great things about season two and so i'm really looking forward to checking it out yeah there's I, I there's nine episodes. Uh-huh. Eight eight of the episodes I loved. One of them I questioned the choices made. Uh-huh. Uh have, let me compare it this way. Uh, have you ever read the comic Preacher? Oh yeah. Do you you know how there's the one story arc where uh they send Jesse Custer off to another town and he's this. from the supporting characters. I knew that was exactly where you were going with it. Ah, uh, yes. I patch time. So kind of like that. You're just like, huh? Yeah. Like, why? Yeah, you got away from all the main I, characters in the main as soon as, as soon as you said Preacher, I knew exactly which arc you were talking about. Yeah. 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 But other than that, yeah, overall, really good. Cool. And, and Sean Astin's in it, and I did not know that. Oh, and see, I love Sean Astin because he's my he's my um, my actor spirit animal. <laughs> no, no, ser- I say I say this seriously because there when they had the uh, the two towers uh, poster, uh-huh. uh, a friend of mine was was like, "Dude, look at that picture of Sean Astin here. He looks exactly like you." And uh, and it was like I looked at it's like I can't deny that. And and the funny postscript to this is is uh, is that right after that. Um, he was on 24 and a bunch of the people in our customer service department were like, we're talking about, man, he looks so much like Paul. (laughs) (laughs) And, and so at some, and I don't even know how it came up, but I, I think it was a talk about this, the, 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 um, the whole, uh, Lord of the Rings poster thing, and uh, and she's like, "It's funny you say that because we've been watching Twenty Four, and we think you look like that dude too." So, wow. so Sean Astin's my boy. <clears throat> awesome. And his dad Very played the awesome. and his dad pra- played the Riddler once, so that's cool too. True. Well, twice technically because well, it was a two part. Yeah, going back to Halloween, there you go. Hello, Gomez and Morticia. 
Oh, you gotta see. have some Adams family in your oh, in your house. Yeah. And and digging back into uh into Peter Jackson, he was the judge in um was the movie uh with Michael J. Fox, the uh God damn it. Um, are, are you talking about Fred Gwynn being the judge in uh no, no, with, no, uh, I'm Pesci. no, no, I am not. I'm talking okay. about John Aston. There was the um, Peter Jackson uh, with starring Michael J. Fox, the Fri- uh, the Frighteners. Oh, the Frighteners. Oh, 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 oh. This was a, this was a movie. It's, ah, here. So here's a good one. This was a movie that my my old roommate dragged me out to, where where he's like, you got to you got to we got to go see this movie, and it's like it's a Michael J. Fox movie. It's gonna suck. And he's like, nah, it's but this guy Peter Jackson. He did this movie, Beautiful Creatures, fantastic flick. We, we got to go see this. Like like this His guy movies didn't suck. This guy's awesome. <laughs> Seriously, Doc Hollywood, Seriously. bitch, please. Uh, uh, back to the future, bitch. After back, after back to the future. Okay, fine. Yeah, it's like saying, oh well, Dan Aykroyd did Blues Brothers, so that gives him a pass on all the other bullshit that he picked. Oh no, it doesn't. Yeah, no, exactly no. right. See, I, I find Dan Aykroyd more pleasurable as a bad guy than a good guy. <laughs> or or as Elwood. I like Doc well, Hollywood. Well, a bad guy in, as a Blues Brother. Blues Brothers are bad guys. <laughs> anyway, my thing was basically. Michael J. Fox, since Back to the Future, had done mostly fluffy movies. Um, it was like, oh, well, The Secret of My Success. Why? Isn't that a great movie? Um, God, no. This is what I'm saying. Um, although Helen Slater well, it have, was in it. Didn't it have Helen Slater in it? It, it did have Helen Slater in it. Um, I'm sensing a through line here. <laughs> I, I did binge uh, the, the last three Supergirls with the kids this morning, too. So, ah, so and, and, and I had to, of this course... I had to, of course, point out to them. It's like, see, the mom, she was Supergirl in the movie, um, and 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 Ella was like, I know, Daddy, you've told me this before. Wow. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh, so we're we're onto that now, are we? Yes, yes, um, she knows everything. Now, yeah, Paul. and uh, and so anyway, so um, but you but can't tell a geek anything. But he's telling me this about about um. Uh, this, this, uh, the Frighteners, and I'm thinking, oh, it's gonna be ridiculous. And we went to see it, and it's like, oh my god, I love this movie, and I will watch anything this guy directs from now on. Which he he did all right for himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This Peter Johnson guy, boy, Jackson. Johnson. Uh, I don't know. Peter Johnson. Wait, what? Oh, Mr. Johnson. Hey now. I'm Wait. gonna check your plumbing. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Hey, so why don't we actually get to a, to something Legion related? What? Finally? Yes. Thank you for listening to Halloween Cast. Take a drink. Take a drink, everybody. All right. This is what we do when there's no Legion news because there's no Legion. News. You see, you know what, DC? You you're messing with our shit. <coughs> you're messing with you're messing us. Messing with our format there. Yeah. Yeah. Little little news wouldn't be out of line, huh? You know, I already have my New Year's resolution. You know what it is? That DC Comics will get Saturn Girl out of Arkham Asylum. Oh Seriously. my gosh, that's my New Year's resolution. It has nothing to do with me at all. When does uh, Doomsday Clock starts this uh, the next month? It started uh, last November. <laughs> no, no, but the uh, Doomsday do the actual book Doomsday you missed, Clock. You missed the joke. There. I so did just... not. I did not. It started. <laughs> you know what? It started two years ago. Totally, totally. Or wait, when did when did Rebirth start? I don't. Know. <clears throat> 
don't know. I'm, some of these books are on issue. T- some of these books are are in the twenties, but I know they're they're like two a month. So yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, can't keep up. Hold on, I'm looking up Doomsday Clock. Number one will be out uh, November twenty second. November twenty second. There we go. So hopefully that's what because it's you know Tom King has said that. That that stuff, the the Saturn Girl stuff, is for Johns to resolve, and so hopefully we'll see some of that that. in there. Yeah, absolutely. He's the one who put the ball in play, Um, and and to be fair, King has kept it kept it alive a little bit, but you know, absent an actual endpoint, what can he do? Exactly. So, all right. So, Legion of Superheroes. Yay! The reason why we've all brought you together. Today. Yes, <laughs> Superboy and V, issue number two fifty two. From the all new DC, it says. <laughs> all new. All new. Approved, all new. Approved. Being rebooted every minute. Absolutely. Uh, not at that point. Uh, approved uh, by the Comics Code Authority. <laughs> for a mere forty cents, this mm. is in your. Your Good old days, list. kids. Yeah. June nine cents, and it was on time, and it that's made right. sense. June nineteen seventy nine. Well, well sometimes it made. Sense. I was just gonna say, let's not be too sometimes. hasty. <laughs> sometimes, sorry, sorry. We are we are just coming off the end of uh, of Steve Apollo, Apollo run, so which was stellar. <laughs> uh, so, but that's okay because you know what this is, Darren. What is it, Paul? It is a new beginning. Ooh, I the, love a new beginning from the all new DC. That's right. A, a, from the 19, what is this? 79. Yeah. 79. Okay. Disco's still with us. Ooh, a, ooh, a new beginning for the future's mightiest heroes, as told by Jerry Conway, writer. New writer. Yay, Jerry Conway. Yeah. Joe Staten and Dave Hunt, artists. Ben Oda is the letterer. Gene D'Angelo is the colorist. Sorry, G. D'Angelo. Huh. Apparently he would, you know, it's like, it's like, ah, damn, if only I was Ben Oda, I would actually be able to leave enough space to letter my whole damn name in it. Um, uh, yeah. Hey, G. D'Angelo. Maybe it could maybe be his brother George. Yeah, it could be. For all we know, for all we know, George D'Angelo was like, ah, I'll color this one. What the hell? Um, give me some crayons. Um, and I won't say it because actually the coloring on the, on this first page is actually pretty good. Um, I, I, I note some highlights in, uh, on Wildfire's costume. Um, and Jack C. Harris is the editor. And I'm, I, I hasten to add that, uh, that if we look down the, the indicia here, we've got Jeanette Kahn, publisher. Joe Orlando is the managing editor still. Okay, so that's uh, that 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 places it of a time. Jack C. Harris is the editor overall. It seems um, Jack Adler is the vice president of production. That's Howard Stern's like uncle, Howard Stern's cousin. Um, one Vince Coletta is the art director. So they uh. they were well invested into uh, an eraser company. Um, <laughs> Paul Levitz is the editorial coordinator. And that reminds me just of one of my favorite things of his uh, when he did his week of Len after Len Wein passed away. And he talked about where they would have arguments because he was the editorial coordinator. And Len, as an editor, was like, hey, let's make the the book better. 
And uh, but but Paul was like, I got to keep the trains running on time here. And mm-hmm. so um, they would have these brutal arguments. And there was the classic story of of him having one of these these brutal arguments in front of uh, Outsiders writer uh, Mike W. Barr. And then it's like they finished it. They closed their notebooks. And it's like, all right, where are we going for lunch? And he's like, yeah. After that argument, how can you go for lunch? And he's like, yeah, it wasn't us disagreeing. It was our jobs disagreeing. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. Um, anyway, Saul Harrison is the president, and Arthur Goodowitz is the treasurer. I always love to read these names, right? Because in some way, whether we know him as an influence on this or not, Arthur Goodowitz had some damn influence on these books. Mm. You know, like, like, like this is the thing is like, you know, and, and this is something, you know, uh, reading the, uh, the Levitt's, uh, coffee table comma book, um, you know, is that, that a lot of these names, you know, the influence that they had was profound. And I mean, you only have to look over at Marvel and see, uh, uh, you know, Isaac Perlman's influence on it. You know, he's guy who has no creative input. But it's all and it's all about the business and and he's had a profound impact on them many times, sometimes okay, sometimes less so. Um, so it's just always interesting to sort of think of these names in in the context of of the history of the books, you know, in the in much the same way as we look at a Mort Weisinger and uh, and you know, they all had an influence on that stuff. So, yeah, tragedy. It can even strike the most powerful those most powerful beings of the 30th century. And so we've got a bunch of legionnaires standing around watching um Matter Eater Lad freaking out in a in a glass cell. It looks like For a, a zoo. For a second there, I thought you were going to say they're watching YouTube or something. A zoo cage. <laughs> it, it, it's like he's in a zoo cage basically. Arr- yeah. And we've Just got away. Yeah, exactly. We've got Superboy, Lightning Lad, Saturn Girl, uh, Brainy, uh, Princess uh, Projectra. Sorry? You forgot the cover, Paul. Oh. The cover has a drinking moment on you, it. You're right. You're right. You're right. This cover by Dick Giordano. I read everything else on the cover except for the word balloon. I even read the I damn know. comics code thing. <laughs> Everyone take a drink because Paul forgot Oh, the my God. <laughs> right? Yes. Um, where... where so we see Superboy, Wildfire, and Lightning Lad in behind, and then there, and then in Dream Girl, sort of on the on the ground before them, um, like she does, like she does, um, you know, like like she is she she needs her fainting couch basically, mm-hmm. um, and we see an alien with a wrist mounted gun, uh, astride a flaming horse. <laughs> You're welcome. Sorry. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> and um, and you know, shooting at the at, at at those same three legionnaires and causing some crazy bodily contortion to Lightning Lad. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and she says, "Legionnaires, my dreams always come true." Take a drink. A drink. Not only is she explaining her power, she's explaining it on the cover. <laughs> That's actually worth a gunning at of a drink, I think. You should actually drink all your drink and then go refill for the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll I'll do that when there's a, we'll wait when there's an opportunity. <laughs> um, and she says, 
they always come true, and I see death for all of you. Doom. That, that's impending doom. doom. All right. So, um, so yes. Yeah, so, uh, so Superboy, Lightning Lad, uh, Saturn Girl, Brainy, uh, Princess Projectra, Dream Girl, Sun Boy, and Wildfire all looking at uh, like, uh, at uh, Matarito Lad in his cell. It's a rare Matarito Lad appearance. Um, yeah, true. So there's that at least. Um, and uh, poor Matarito Lad, isn't there anything we can do for him? Says Superboy. And in a pot call the kettle black moment, uh, Brainy says, For a hopeless lunatic, Superboy, don't be absurd. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, Why isn't Brainy in jail? Seriously. Yeah. Just, I, 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 that, that's where this whole thing has been baffling to me. Um, anyway, um, Maybe Jerry didn't get the memo about what happened last. But it's issue. okay. He'll be better soon. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah, in four issues. Um, when Tenzo, so he basically, uh, it's recap time. Um, when Tenzo Cam consumed the miracle machine to keep it out of Omega's hands, the result was instant insanity. I doubt he'll ever recover from shock, such a shock. But still, there is one possibility: if Princess Projectra could cast an illusion into his nightmare and perhaps calm his tortured psyche. Dream Girl could enter his thoughts. Jackie? She says, it's risky. She might become lost in his madness. But if the risk is, ac- is acceptable to her, it might save a fellow legionnaire. Concentrate, concentrate. Yes, that's it. Take the advice of the crazy guy who created the World Destroyer. <laughs> and I didn't know Projectra's powers or Dream Girl's actually worked like these. They don't. So, so maybe this is Jerry just unfamiliar with the characters? Yeah. He's like, maybe he didn't know there was Saturn Girl on the team. I got a and job to she's do. She's in this. Wasn't she on the first page? She was in the panel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But remember, this is the same person who didn't realize that her husband had been replaced with a protein. Um, that, uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> all right. So, um, but that's okay because now he's in a soothing forest <laughs> with butterflies. Oh. And Dream Girl has tried to. A white stallion. Tenzel, take my hand. I want to bring you home. And so he reaches out, and the instant of touching, he screams in terror, and the dream world dissolves into nightmare. She says, Tenzel, no! If I stay with you, I'll lose my mind. Tenzel, please, I have to break away. Tenzel, come back! Uh, You're pulling me toward madness, toward that exploding star. Yeah. Um, So it doesn't go well. No. No. I love Tinsel's crazy looking face here. Ah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Um, didn't work. Is that all you got to say, Brainiac? Look at Dreamy. That dumb stunt almost cost her her sanity. Yes, you took advice from crazy Brainy. <laughs> Look at Dreamy. That dumb stunt almost cost her her sanity. She says, please, Superboy. I'm all right. Just a little stunned. And what about Matarita Lad? What could it do him? If anything, he looks worse. And Sunboy says, take it easy, friend. Brainiac tried. Sorry, Sunboy, but I don't think you tried hard enough. Thank you, Superboy, for being the voice of sanity here. <laughs> are you? He says, are you criticizing me, Superboy? You with your pathetic six-level mind? You dare criti- criticize me, the finest mentality on this planet, in this galaxy? Oh, I see now. This was a trick. You came here to mock me, not ask my advice. Get out, all of you, get out. We'll be... Li- and... Uh, uh, Lightning Lad says, we'll be leaving now, guards. Thanks for letting us see him. And Superboy thinks, Brainy's even crazier than Tenzel. 
Mm-hmm. When Saturn goes, so now this explains that. So yeah, yeah, but bad. But the whole thing was a bad idea. Um, it was. Yeah, take care of him for us, please. Got his force shield belt on, right? Like, yeah. Anyway, he's probably still got his damn flight ring too. Yeah, yeah. Um, they say we do our best, uh, Saturn girl, and we always pray. Okay. Um. So sad, says Superboy. Two of our men- members in a mental ward. And uh, Jackie says, we, ha- we have had much luck lately, dear friends. None of it very good. And Wildfire <laughs> says, keep talking, princess. You're cheering me up. Um, but that's okay, because then they get zapped immediately. And there are alien raiders on, yes, flaming, flaming horses. horses. <laughs> oh, Darren, it's like this book was written I will, for you. I will do this for you, everyone. Yay! Okay, moving on. <laughs> By the seven shades, I know those creatures. They once raided my homeworld of Orando. They call themselves the Starburst Bandits. Oh, yeah. I know it. Yeah. Um, and now it seems they've turned their attentions toward Earth. Legionnaires, our duty is clear. They must be stopped. Kathum, take a drink. Take a drink. Take two if you got them. Yeah, why not? Because there's a Bawoom. It rhymes. There's a Bawoom. It's close enough, yeah. One thing's certain, Wildfire shouts. Those burst cannons they wear are more than a match for the robot harbor guards. What do you think they're after? And then Lightning Lad says, does it matter? He's right. Uh, after what we've just been through the med center, our nerves are strung to the breaking point. We need a fight, any fight. And right now, this is the only game in town. Kazak. And he's uh, he's got one down, five to go. Superboy, you flank the... Uh, you flank the... Mm, something with the net... Um, flank the flank the one with the net. Oh, okay, yeah, That's it's just it blotted out. Yeah, uh, the rest of you uh, hit their rear. Hey now, while hey, now. I <laughs> hold on, whoa, yeah, and uh, Lightning Lad should have been watching his own rear because uh, he gets uh, whacked uh, in the back as well. By nature, bunch of balls to the back. It's he, not pleasant. No, oh my, <laughs> oh my. That's what is drawn in that panel. You are right. That is exactly what is drawn in that panel, sir. Uh, By nature, telepaths are are not primarily physical individuals, and ordinarily, Immer Rands is no exception, but someone's just tried to kill her husband, and for once in her rigidly controlled life, Immer Rands goes wild. Woo! When telepaths go wild. (laughs) and, And she provides him with a boot to the head. Um, as for the other legionnaires, oh, we need a distraction, says Jackie. I'll project an, an illusion of attacking monsters to confuse the bandits. Give the other legionnaires a chance to get into position. Yes, yes, it's working. The bandits are breaking ranks. And um, so she does her thing, and it seems to work at first, and then not so much. Uh, Hoof uh, gives her a boot to the head, and she illusion fades. On the head yeah. by a flaming horse. Oy. And Superboy says, great, Jackie's monster illusion let me catch these bandits off guard. Whatever they caught in this net, I've got it now. And he says, whoops, that's not all I got. One of those bandits is hot on my tail. First, I'll replace these stolen containers, and I'll deal with my attacker. Say, these containers, they're all filled with... It hits like lightning from the hand of Zeus. When it halts, a Superboy falls. Could these be red sun starbursts they're using? You've got to wonder. Well, they are that color. They are. Yeah. And uh, so Wildfire's uh, taking these things out, and he says, great, uh, swell. One of those bandits just ate soups. If they got that kind of power, we got trouble. And um, uh, better, yeah, I better hit the panic button and summon the other Legionnaires. This thing's getting too big. 
And then one of them grabs Jamie and he says, no, she slipped his grip. That lady's got talent, all right. Sometimes I wish I... And zap. He gets uh, He gets uh, knocked out. Does like he blow up? Or does no, he, just... he doesn't. That's the thing. <laughs> okay, that that's a strong suit. Yeah. Any uh, other time, it'd be exploded containment suit right yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. And some boy says, Wildfire must have been wool gathering not to see that bandit sneaking up behind him. Good thing he's made up of solid energy. Otherwise, we'd be short one legionnaire. And he says, Ugh, I thought I could counter their starburst with my sun powers, but there's too many of them and not enough of me. Some bursts are slipping past my defenses. I can't stop. And uh, they, they're talking back and forth. We've lost the element of surprise, but there are other sources of the material we seek. Soon they will be ours. And then uh, the Legionnaires start to wake up, and uh, we've got um, Superboy saying the Starburst Bandits, they're gone. And if they've gone, where I think they have, the whole solar system is in deadly danger. What does Superboy know that we do not? We shall learn shortly. Right now, let's look elsewhere. And we look elsewhere into uh, RJ Brand's uh, penthouse headquarters, and he's learning that, well, things are not going well. And it turns out U- UP revenue agents wear capes. <laughs> of course they do. For yeah. a flourish, you yeah. see. Yes. And uh, it turns out that there is a UP notice of bankruptcy against RJ Brand. What makes the world's richest man so distraught? Well, wouldn't you be distraught if your world came tumbling down? And so we go back to uh, Legion HQ, which, if we remember... Is destroyed. Yeah, it's not in great shape. All this rubble and debris, it's so depressing, says Monel. He says, even working at super speed, I have the feeling I'll never clear up the damage done during our battle with Omega. And a part of me is beginning to wonder if we should even bother. Ooh. Grim thoughts, Monel says Shady. He says the grimace has me. I guess I'm just being moody. <laughs> okay, everyone, take a drink. Monel's being moody. Yes, <laughs> give me a break. Mopel, Mopel. Mm-mm-mm. No, no, his containment suit did blow up. Take a drink, <gasps> people. Oh my god. Take a drink. I thought that was some erroneous Kirby crackle for a second. I was yeah, trying to figure it, it out. Is. Like, there it is. There you go. He says, don't feel, and apparently they can hear him in this case now. Um, that would change. Don't feel bad about it, buddy. We're all feeling glum right now. Wildfire, good gods. Drake, what happened to your outfit? They say it was destroyed in the battle with the Starburst Bandits. The Starburst Bandits? We know of them on Talok 8. They once raided a world in a neighboring solar system. And uh, Lightning Lad says, yeah, they get around, don't they? Looks like Earth is their new target, but what do they want? And Superboy says, I can answer that, Lightning Lad. And uh, Wildfire says, this I can't wait to hear. But first, I got to go climb into my spare uniform. Being a floating energy field just isn't as much fun as it's cracked up to be. And, uh, and, and suddenly, like, nobody's like, hey, Superboy, tell us the scoop. No, instead, it's after all this destruction and after this, what's happened to Brainy and Mattery Lad? Can the Legion ever be the same again? And Superboy says, sometimes I can't help wondering that myself. But more to the point, the case at hand, I figured it out. No, he doesn't say that. Um, and uh, Lightning Lad says, at least our Legion cruiser is still in one piece. Even so, I'd say it's a good thing we can count on RJ Brand to bankroll our repairs. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> and then Wildfire comes up, ta-da, because, you know, that's the word you expect to come out of, t- out of Wildfire. Uh, um, the world's fastest quick-change artist at your service. Well, don't everyone applaud at once. Cut the comedy, Wildfire. We got work to do. Hmm. And he says, what, what's the matter, Garth? The old leadership routine getting you down? 
You, now yeah, you know how I, I felt all those months. Great, huh? Maybe I do know how you felt, Drake, better than you do yourself. Boy, like that's being a dick. Uh, 44 minutes later, a gleaming silver star joins the Heavens Constellations. A man-made star bearing the Legion of Superheroes. I hope you're wrong about this, Superboy, because if you're right, those Starburst bandits could be signing a death warrant for the nine planet for nine planets. Those containers held synthetic neutronium, Garth, the densest, most fantastic material known to science. The only natural source of the neutronium in our solar system is at the heart of the sun. Garth, I'm in mental contact with the bandits, and what I'm seeing is too horrible for words. And Jackie says, then don't speak, Imra. Use your telepathic powers to project your thoughts through my mind. Hmm. Uh, instantly, a so, see, so now they're going to what we were thinking. Um, Instantly, a cloudy image uh, forms in the center of the cruiser's control room, and the gathered heroes gasp in awe. There before them is the mothership of the Starburst Bandits, and as they watch, it extends tendrils of magnetic plasma into the surface of the sun, which wrench the very core of the star's nucleonic heart. While aboard the mothership itself, the bandits look on with cold satisfaction. A chain reaction is building within the sun, grates their leader. By the time it reaches critical mass, we will have what we want, and we shall be long gone. The last image is a thought from the leader's mind, and it stuns the legionnaires into science. Those bloody-minded monsters. Superboy, can you drive ahead and stop them, says Lightning Lad. I can't, Garth, he says. Their starburst must contain red star energy. There it is. When one of them hit me earlier, I felt it. I'm totally vulnerable. And Dreamgirl says, then is there nothing we can do? Are we helpless to stop these murdering thieves? Helpless, says Lightning Lad. Never. It may cost us our lives, but we'll stop them. Strap down, everyone. I'm putting us on a collision course. Well, that seems uh -oh. like a good idea. Uh, deep within the cruiser, mighty engines surge, and the ship leaves forth like a blazing comet. Garth, isn't there another way? The Superboy says, The band has defeated us with the Starburst once, Saturn Girl. We don't dare give them another, uh, a second chance. And she says, Then, Garth, darling, I love you. And he says, And I, you, forever. Oh, this is... They're, they're getting in. Um... And so, yeah, they, they go after the ship, and above them, the Legion cruiser seems to dive, pulls out, gravity field streaming, uh, straining, stabilizer screaming, and plunges upward at the mothership's unprotected belly. One second, two, and at last, impact. And the spaceship dies to save a star. Aw, poor spaceship. Soon after, as vacuum-suited Legionnaires gather up the stunned Starburst bandits, pre-trans suit, uh, that, by the end of this run, that would be fixed. Uh, if some boy can't reverse this solar chain reaction with his sun powers, then all this has been for nothing. <coughs> and he and and he's shooting <coughs> at this stuff with the uh, solar powers, saying, "Come on, baby, cool down." Okay. Uh, he says it's no good. I don't have enough power to affect a whole star. I guess it's therm applying thermodynamics. He can't put out as much power as a star, so. Um, but maybe I don't need to affect the whole thing. Maybe if I concentrate on healing the core, that'll produce a counter-reaction to prevent the blow-up. It's our only chance. Have to pour it on. Work harder than ever before. And slowly, a vast surging sea of angry red begins to, be, uh, begins to fade across the sun's mottled surface. Until at long last, the crisis has passed and the sun is at peace. Is it great, Dirk? You did it. And he says, sure, good for me. Now, will someone please tell me? How are we going to get home? That's and a if very it, good question. Yes, and if his friends laugh, it is not so much with honest amusement as with bony, bone-weary relief that this, at last, is the end. Aww. 
next issue, A New Menace, The Deadly Legion of Super Assassins, which would, of course, change to the League of Super Assassins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we get Block. Ooh. That's right, sort of. Sort of, kind of. The first Block 1.0. How about that? Yeah, yeah, Block 1.0. Before right? everything about him changes. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Um, and hey, in the Daily Planet, Batman battles Two-Face. And that's something I wanted to bring up, because that's another thing I watched with the kids today. Uh, Batman and Robin meet Two-Face. Ooh. Uh, just came out, a DC animated movie, um, with Adam West in his last role as Batman. Uh, Burt Ward as Robin and mm-hmm. William Shatner as Two-Face. Ooh. Guys? Ten, yeah? Ten tons of fun. Oh, okay. Ten I tons think... of fun. Uh, the, the, it would be. Yeah, the previous um, um, mm-hmm. Batman and Robin movie that they did uh, with with West and, um, and Ward and actually Julie Newmar as well uh, was was great, and it, it did a whole takeoff on the later movie ad- versions of uh, of Batman, mm-hmm. and uh, really kind of addressed that stuff and in a, in a really funny way, and so it was it was a great flick, and I really enjoyed it. This one really picked up on that, and it was just more Batman sixty six goodness, and um, definitely notable for being the uh, the last. Uh, um, film that uh that, that adam west uh, acted in and uh and that's a good thing on any front and so yeah uh well worth checking out and uh so there you go and i, I think that just came out this past week gotcha but yeah so this was batman 313 <coughs> um by uh len ween irv novick and frank mclaughlin uh called two for the money um hey ask the answer man Ooh. What are we asking him? All right, don't look at the questions, Darren. Okay, I won't. Promise. Legion honor. All right. What (laughs) comics did the original Green Lantern appear in? The original Green Lantern? I think it was All-American, wasn't it? That's correct, yeah. He had a solo, and he also had a solo strip, a uh, solo strip in Comic Cavalcade, and was active in the Justice Society and All Star yeah, Comics. All-Star. But yeah. you're right, it was all American comics. Um, That's where he first appeared back in the day. Um, was Black Lightning canceled? Was Black Lightning canceled? Well, they stopped making his comic. So, I don't know. I don't know if it was canceled or if it was imploded. Bit so of both. Bit of both. Me. Yes, it was okay. canceled, but the Ebon Bolt now appears in World Finest, World's Finest Comics. For a little bit, at yeah. least. In the old days, and this isn't a question I'll ask, but I'll just go through this. In the old days, when a letter was printed, you included only the city and state. Now you print the entire address, and that writer lets, gets lots of junk mail from advertisers. Why not return to the old method? And uh, the answer is, we began printing full addresses so that readers could write to each other. That's kind of neat. If you are receiving junk mail and don't want your address printed, just say so in any letters you send us. But that that is neat, because, you know, you had a lot of these sort of classic letter hacks. And uh, it's neat to think that that, that was, this was, you know, this was the early days, right? Yeah, that's there weren't neat. that many cons, and those that were were probably in the big cities and not very well advertised. And because most of us got our comics back in the day at the local um, mom and pop five and dime shop or something. Yeah, exactly. So you know there wasn't a community, so to speak, yet. Exactly. To speak of, except for writing letters in, and hopefully they'll, you know, 
publish one. Exactly. And here's a, a Legion tying question. Will Warlord ever be a dollar comic? Um, it will be an over a dollar comic at some point. I know for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. In this case, they said um, getting him out in a monthly 40 center is, en- is tough enough on Mike Grell. <laughs> yeah. You can tell that Rosakis was the guy who was doing um, uh, the, um, yes, the, the actual scheduling. Stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he oh, was yeah. the answer man for sure. Um, what was DC's first comic? Um, DC's first comic was More Fun Comics, technically. New Fun number one. New Fun. Sorry. Yeah. More Fun, New Fun. Yeah. Published in February 1935. Mm-hmm. Um, in DC special number 27, um, uh, push up your glasses here, um, it, was, uh, stayed, it was said that Captain Comet's strength is one-tenth of Superman's. How do Uncle Sam and John John's rate? Um, Uncle Sam has the proverbial strength of the sense of patriotism, not nationalism, patriotism of the United States oh, at any given time. Is there a difference, Darren? There is a difference. Sir. What? So during the Civil War, Uncle Sam was actually split into two separate beings. Damn. Okay. So, so there's yeah. that. So Uncle Sam's strength level varies depending upon what's going on politically in the country. There the you time. go. So the I would ant- say right now Uncle Sam is at a low ebb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, as far as Martian Manhunter, um, his strength is on the on par with Superman, probably a little lower because he was the de facto stand-in for Superman in the early Justice League comics. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, so the answer was no one's ever tested it, but uh, JJ's powers are much more a match to Soupy's than Sam's. That's fair. true. Um, this is an easy question, Darren. Is Superman's family name L? Uh, yes. That is exactly the answer. It is also Kent. <laughs> um, I've got a copy of Cat Stevens' album Catch Bullet 4, and on it is a drummer named Jerry Conway. Is it the same one? No. No. Uh, he said, answer, not unless Jerry is moonlighting. <laughs> and then, here we go. Here's a great question. What is Earth 2? Um, a comic book. Damn. <laughs> um, Earth 2 is the pre-crisis designation of all of DC's World War II characters Plus and minus at some point the Freedom Fighters who went to Earth X. Exactly, and so in this case they were saying uh, it, it, his answer was a parallel world existing across a dimensional gulf from Earth One and our own Earth Prime. And keeping in mind that, that just before this, Rosakis was actually the writer of the Freedom Fighters. And there you go. Um, and there's a Hembeck. The Science Council oh. has to listen to me, says Jorel. Lara says, Jorel, calm down. He goes, I know. I'll make them an offer they can't refuse. Uh, yeah, it's a joke that plays well in uh, 1979. He says, yes, that's yes. it. And she and Lara thinks, sigh, I wish he'd get off this Marlon Brando kick. I know, right? Mm-mm-mm. There we go. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Anyway, so this issue takes us into uh, um, an interesting time. Mm-hmm. So this is the beginning of the quote-unquote new permanent team for the Legion, which would actually last, a, a, save for some... Um, fillers, right? Some so fillers, like yeah. or so, give or take? Uh, yeah, basically this would take us into 
the most important heir of the Legion. That's right. The Reflecto Saga. 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 So Jerry Conway is going to be around for a while. So is Joe Staten. And that's going to take us into the Legion going into their own book. So there's some significance to this issue. You know, because it is the start of all that. So anything you want to say about this one? Have we covered it all? I would like to say that this um, issue did not have what appeared on the cover happen in the book. It is Nowhere did Dream Girl actually use her powers in the book. That's a good point. That's a good point. You know, we had her in the issue, and I was, I kept, you know, you're right. I kept waiting for her to have that moment where she had that prophetic dream. She never did not have that moment. No. She yeah. never had a dream to predict anything. I call so, shenanigans. Yeah, shenanigans. Shenanigans on the cover. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So let's uh, let's wrap this one up then. Cool beans. Comments, Alrighty. as always, are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all these things, you can head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble, and we're going to head back to the 30th century, or to the 20th century. We're, we're heading back somewhere <laughs> to wherever, wherever Jerry Conway is playing drums, basically. At 88 miles an hour. Yeah, generate those 1.21 gigawatts. Mm-hmm. And we will see you all next. Happy Halloween, everybody. Podcasters episode 472. It's Legion Pumpkin time. <laughs> I'm sorry, Darren. It cut you off at the beginning. The faster. <laughs> that was perfect. I am a one-take wonder, sir. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Wells. <laughs> I mean, I mean, who wrote this schlock? Oh my god. I'll be in my trailer. <sighs> All right, bring it.